Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Morning Video Games. Welcome once again to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and joining me as always... Hello, cunnies. It's Ben Vanell here. <laughs> yes, got the boys smiling. <laughs> joining us, rounding out the trio, it is... Hello, cunts, which is the <laughs> word that Ben was too, uh, well, wasn't bold enough to say. Sure. What's the opposite sure. of bold? Italics. He was yeah. too italics. To, he was too I was, Italian. I was leaning on the side too mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. Yeah. to go there. Like um, Inspector Gorin from CSI. <laughs> yes. Or no, uh, Law and Order, Criminal Intent. Criminal Intent, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was you never so heard fun- him say cunt. Whenever they had... <laughs> Ads for CSI criminal fucking Law and Order criminal intent over here. It's because mm. criminal intent is CI, and so in yeah. my head they're anyway, and they're both so fucking NCIS generic cop shows, yeah. But so all the ads on Channel Ten for criminal intent were like specifically about Vincent D'Onofrio leaning all the time. Mm. I remember every week it'd be like Vincent D'Onofrio this week he's got. Uh, a guy who he thinks maybe did some fucking whatever crime they were looking at in Criminal Intent. And there's a knife that tells more of the story. And he's got <laughs> that lean. And he did like lean over and whoever the criminal was would be like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, so fucking sucked. I have absolutely no memory of this ad campaign oh, whatsoever. Really? I do. N- none. None at all. It was always it about YouTube. the lean. Okay. I, I mean, don't maybe think it's on YouTube. <laughs> there was a period that, of my life that I was pretty, uh, you know, pretty regularly on the lean myself, but uh, in a very different <laughs> way. So maybe that's just gone from my memory. There's an early 2000s period where I just watched so much fucking TV when I was a kid that I could like I have burned in memories of. Do you remember Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place? Oh yeah, yeah. That show was so fucking hyped up over here. I remember mm. that show being like Gabo from the sit where it was like <laughs> for weeks before, for months even before two guys, a girl on a pizza place showed up. They were like, we're going to get it from the US. We're going to yeah. bring it over here. And it is the biggest comedy. Fast track. Seinfeld. We're going to get it fast tracked from the US. But that'll only be 24 hours after. Or whatever that was, was the problem though, is that this one wasn't fast tracked. So they were like, it's blowing up the States. This is right. the biggest show we've ever put on Australian television. Mm. And then it came on, it was like fucking Ryan Reynolds being like, hey, <laughs> whoa, get a lot of this pizza place or whatever that show Very was. Very like by the numbers sitcom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also so one of the boring. few shows to uh, change name midway through its run because I remember they, they all quit their job at the pizza place. And then I think there was like maybe still, there was like maybe a season where it was still called Two Guys, A Girl in a Pizza Place. And then they were like, right. 
we got to get we got to just cut this shit here. We got to be honest. We got to be honest with the viewing public and let yeah. them know what they're in for when they uh, when they switch this program on. And then it just and then all of a sudden the show is just called Two Guys and a Girl, which is just like the most weak, ineffective, like vague mm. name for a TV they series. <laughs> if I was the showrunner for Two Guys a Girl in a pizza place, I would have made it so that every episode the show was called something different depending on what they were doing in that episode. So if they go and like watch a hockey game, it's called Two Guys a Girl and a Hockey Rink. Right. If they go to like right. an arcade, yeah. Two Guys a Girl and Arcade and a bus if they get the bus there. <laughs> right. And it lists right. every single scene that mm-hmm. takes place during that week's episode in the Changes. title of the show. Right. So then each each uh, each episode is its own self-contained season. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and like oh, a box set is just one disc with one episode on. <laughs> exactly right. right. Yep. Exactly right. <laughs> this is a good business model. I think and if they're not if even, we go by if we go by those rules, we probably should change the name of this podcast from Filthy Casuals to Two Guys and a Girl. I feel like that's <laughs> yep. surely fair. we've got to do that fair. as well. Yeah, yeah. That you do Shotgun raise a, an interesting uh, memory there, Adam. So, like back in the day when. TV shows would be in Australia, they'd be on a bit of a delay from the US, mm-hmm. like several mm-hmm. months after they had aired. So if something often, had been often on... Often a year at least. Yeah, yeah very yeah. long time. So if something had been on in the States and just bombed, then they didn't need to worry about picking it up over here. Like our local network's just like, cool, we can take a pass on this one. But mm. then I'm sure it was very frustrating to the TV networks when, when we got to like kind of scheduling parity where it was like all of a sudden with downloading, they had to be like fast tracking stuff. So they would get a new show and then it's done within three weeks in the States, but they've already mm. like paid the licensing fee for it. They're like, yeah, Fuck. Oh, we got to show the rest of Gary unmarried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely. cool. It felt like living on different planets. Cause when someone had come yeah. back from America with like, you know, mm. Pokemon fucking gold, you'd be like, holy shit. But then with TV as well, like I didn't hear a Monica Lewinsky joke until the Bush administration. <laughs> the, like it was it was weird to, to live in this alternate <laughs> oh, reality yeah. down here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's just something oh, funny boy. about the cadence of saying a president's name and then the word administration. Yeah. It means you don't yeah. even have to think of a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Bill Maher uh, method. In my opinion, that kind of joke hasn't been funny since the Ford administration. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's fun to do. It is fun to do. You can double it up and be like, uh, you know, one of the other classic genres of comedy is my wife mm. won't have sex with me. So mm-hmm. you can say, mm-hmm. me and my wife haven't had sex since the Carter administration. And then you're like, oh, that's 40 fucking years. <laughs> yeah. That's 50 yeah. years now. That's crazy. <laughs> that's two you generations guys don't ago. Fuck. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, folks, uh, we got a big episode for you this week. We are, uh, as you will have all seen uh, yes. in the news, <laughs> a fly landed on Mike Pence's head during the <laughs> vice presidential <laughs> debate. We, we are going to be talking away. about it. We are going to be <laughs> chopping it up and dissecting it from every conceivable yeah. angle. But uh, yep. first of all, we got a few other things to dig into. Um Bit of news, some bits and pieces of news. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get to the fly, though. We actually, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking funny stuff. It's yeah, really it's funny stuff, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, there was a <laughs> list of uh, games that will not be compatible with the PlayStation mm. Five when it launches. Mm. So, I think we all need to pour one out for uh, Afro Samurai Two. I believe mm-hmm. is one of the games on the list. 
<laughs> I actually, I don't know if you guys follow me on Twitter, but I posted um, <laughs> a very funny image of all of the backwards compatible games, each mm. with a fly having landed on them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was sort okay. of pushing the two stories together in a, in a humorous way. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird, this list. So I the thing yeah. I It's the most was random hesitant. list of games. It's like... It's Completely. like it's almost like a, a you know a, a clueless auntie's potential Christmas gift list. Oh, yes, that's <laughs> exactly yeah. what it is. Absolutely, this this is the list of games that your little cousin has, yeah. and right. it is unclear why these are the ones. So if you didn't see it, that the Sony put out. Every single game is backwards compatible on the PS4 except for this list of 10 games. And they've been pretty like vague with the wording of it up until now. So this is exactly what I wanted to see to know that I can mm. quite happily get rid of. You were very can- concerned about this. Or I guess you were just concerned. Like I think I was, I kind of just assumed, you know, they said most and 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 I was not sceptical enough to be like, what are they excluding really? Well, it was more that like I A, thought they wouldn't know. I thought right, that them being sure. cagey about it was right. them not having had time or whatever to test everything. Right. Or, or you know, to go through and, and, and guarantee full compatibility with stuff. And I have things that I've bought on sales or whatever that I haven't gotten around to that mm. I intend mm. to and hope to one day, but would would love to be able to get rid of that whole console rather than... Because then with the VR stuff as well, it was sort of unclear how compatible that would be. But they've said about that now that you'll get... If you own a PSVR, you can send off for like a USB adapter that will make it work, the camera work with the PS. Oh, I didn't even okay. hear about that. That's good. I just assumed it. You just plug it in and it's fine. But but there's um, not. I the mean, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, we'll get to the tear downy thing. So yeah. the ten games, and this is fucking weird about them, and I'll tell you why. There's mm. something called DWVR Afro Samurai Two. Uh, a Revenge of Kuma one. Volume 1. I would Sorry. like to add to the full title. All right, yes. let's do them all. TT Isle of Man, Ride on the Edge 2, which I think yeah, is Yeah, that's a one game. Motorbike game. <laughs> it's crazy. There, there's another game called Just Deal With It, which I saw mm-hmm. someone say they should have put at the end of the list. Yes. To just be like, fuck off. Shout out our Com- funny patrons. Hey, your joke made it onto the show. Congratulations. I came yes. up with it. Shadow Complex Remastered, Robinson The Journey, which is one of those ones that I bought because it was on sale Mm. and I had the VR. Haven't gotten around to it. We Sing, Hitman Go Definitive Edition, Shadwen, and Joe's Diner. So I am going to play Robinson The Journey, I guess, in the next few weeks. Yeah. It's bizarre because half of these are just like Unreal Engine games Mm. that. The fact I, I would love to know what it is specifically, and then to not understand what it is specifically, yeah, that makes these not compatible on the PS5. It's such a weird list. What's yeah. the magic component that uh, that yeah means that that hardware is shitting itself? I can imagine that the only ones that are a big bummer to too many people, maybe We Sing is the kind of thing you know, like fun mm. party game. I can see people wanting to carry across and you know not having. Got you know not a single player thing that you finished and you're like well you sure. know whatever, um, and then maybe maybe Hitman Go, but then all the others are all things that I've never even heard of before. Is so Hi- Hitman Go is like also on iOS or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. That was where it came out first, and same with the Shadow yeah. Complex remastered. Is like they they give that away for free all the time on the Epic right. Store. Right. Okay. Like, right. So you've got yeah. ways. To play all of these, I think uh, that Robinson game too is on P- 
PC VR stuff. So, right. It's it's great to know that for sure that there's nothing that I care about and that probably the majority of people care about that's going to be trapped on the PS4 there. Mm. Yeah, it's the way they were being a bit cagey about it. It seemed like it was going to be a list that was like, you know, potentially had like God of War or Uncharted 2 or, you yeah. know, something that, you know. Like The just, Last Guardian, like some weird game that mm. people did actually still want to play. Yeah. yeah. And I kind yeah. of just thought that we wouldn't get just like a list of here's the one that won't right. and here's the ones that won't here's, play. Here's 10. And so... <laughs> These are the only ones, right, in the entire yeah. PS4 live. Even 4, when they 000, said yeah. some, I thought it'd be, yeah, I thought it'd I th- be fifty or a hundred, maybe of of mm. of games equally as obscure as these ones potentially. But yeah, they do w- say they do say this list is subject to change and excludes demos, media, and non-game applications. <laughs> and I believe that there's something somewhere in this article that's like some online stuff might fuck up too. Mm. Okay. So uh, although many PS4 games are playable on PS5 consoles, some functionalities that were available on the PS4 console may not be available on PS5 consoles. In addition, some PS4 games may exhibit errors or unexpected behavior when played on PS5 consoles. So like it's still not everything will definitely be perfect forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But it seems... But no one can promise that. In this no. life, <laughs> well, she did, uh, and the, then it turned out she lied. But anyway, the, we don't need the to. Other, <laughs> the other good thing about this announcement, I think it was wrapped up in the same sort of uh, media release, was that uh, the way that you can get these games if you already own them, especially if you own them digitally. Like I assume if you have a disc, you just pop it in, there's a bit of a patch, and then bang, you're away you go. Yeah. But digitally, I was not sure, because I, I, I had a PS3 and a PS4, and... I don't think it was that simple. I don't think you just went into the games library and clicked download. The which PS4 is what you can. Was, the PS4 wasn't backwards compatible at all. Right. With anything. And so, so yeah. yeah, there was just a bunch of games that you had to rebuy as a PSN game or not have. But this is, you go into your library, it has a little subtitle that says PS4, and you just hit download and bang, It's it's you download it to your PS5, which yeah, it's is awesome. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Pretty much the same as the Xbox is. Right. Like the mm. the benefit of the the Series X is that it also is doing 360 and original Xbox games, and they're going to add mm-hmm. to that library as well. But yep. in terms of the most recent two generations' compatibilities with each other, the two consoles are pretty much at parity with each other with that thing in yep. mind. So yeah, it's cool to know. And they also did um put out a video of uh, someone from Sony, someone high up, I don't remember who, uh, taking Crash apart. Crash Bandicoot. I think it was Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Took apart a PS5. Oh, sure, yes, the teardown. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I and that was remember. really cool to see. He span really fast and it blew apart. And then he right. went, went through pointing out each of the components of the PS5. Yeah. But it was hard to that tell. dynamite that was right next to it. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to tell which bit was which, too, because he just kept pointing going, Whoa! And that was all you really got out of him. But fuck, that was a bad impression. But um, <laughs> it, was, it was cool to watch this. Because, like, so those big white sides are just Mm. detachable really easily, leading to speculation that they will do a bunch of limited edition, like the 360 faceplates, if you remember that. You could snap them off and put, like, here's my fucking Halo one now. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd kind of think that would be cool. They're so big that if you could get ones that you thought looked good, that'd be nice. 
I mean, yeah. even just black ones, right? Like, I like the white design, but for your, yeah, for something that is so huge and sort of resembles like a, a subwoofer or something, mm. if I can just like pop it on on the thing next to the TV and not have it be so, you know, intrusive, that'd be sick. That, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I don't know. Mirrors. Ooh, yes. Huh? Really yeah. piss off a cat. Or extra LED screens. Ooh. <laughs> right? My PS5 um, is two TVs and a console. We can both yes, play. Yes. Everyone jumped straight to the customizing the faceplates thing, which uh, was not the most interesting thing about it. Like, I thought just generally uh, it was really impressive how it was made, yeah. how it was it was so easy to clean and to change the position and shit. Like, uh, and I was just kind of fascinated by being able to look at the hardware itself. I haven't, like, mm. taken apart a a piece of, you know, a computer or, or a console for, for years at this point. But it's like, you know, it's like a, an iPhone or something. It's just like, it's very simple. There's like two things in it and this is how you clean it. You vacuum yeah. out the fucking holes. That w- I thought it was cool. Really, really well engineered. And there is a satisfaction mm. in like taking apart a, a, a piece of electronics, taking apart a computer mm. and, and rubbing a magnet along the hard drives before the police have time to burst through the door. <laughs> There's something satisfying yeah. about that feeling. Yeah. But like the the little the little sinks for dust that they put in there is like yes. directly responding to shit that went wrong with the PS3. The sure. size of the fan and the heat sink that's in it and all mm. of the air intakes that it's having from both sides is a direct response to how loud the PS4 was. Yep. And presumably this will be a lot quieter because it's got well, a fuckload of cooling stuff in there. The 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 issue the reason that a PS4 is loud is not the fact that the fan is like it is going fast. It's the fact that the fan is like a little clogged with dust, right? Like if you clean a PS4 and you play Death Stranding or something, it's not going to be super, super loud. So I think the fact that they're like, well, there is coolant to keep Mm. the thing cool. And this is exactly how you just get the dust out. So it doesn't clog up and start sounding like a plane taking off is good. If they want to sort of, yeah, have that at the start of the generation to remind people like, this is how to not make it sound like that. Totally. And the little board itself is so small. The actual mm. PS5 is a tiny little thing, relatively, yeah. which That's, is also cool to see. It's wild. It's like, the, you know, there's trillions of circuits or whatever. It's like, it's insane that this exists now. How you get all them, all them pictures inside that one small little box? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, that was cool to see. Little mm. bits and pieces of news about, like, how the Series X and the PS5, the the specific minute details of how they work with backwards compatibility and all that stuff. It's exciting because like it's small kind of boring news and it's very, you know, it's uh, tiny incremental small things that don't really matter, but it's exciting to me to be like, fuck, there's like less than a month left. Yes. Yeah. Less than a month. These things are real. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I I saw. Can't say it's been at the forefront of my mind at all. (laughs) (laughs) It keeps, keeps creeping up. In this yeah. strange year, like, oh, yeah, there's a, a whole new console generation coming out within a week of each other in a month's yeah. time. Yep. Dude, I, I, it is, there's, less than, there's a month and a half until every newspaper is full of pictures of Santa Claus wearing a mask 
going oh, down a chimney. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. Being like, yep. Yep. I can't give you your presents because <clears throat> blah, blah. Uh, and like Rudolph and shit are all uh, on a big sleigh because they're all social distancing. Oh. <laughs> Santa's got a fly yeah. on his head. <laughs> oh. Well, before that, we get uh, we get the joy of Halloween. Now I, I myself, know I was gonna say planning is going as the fly wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really. F- it would be kind of funny if you wanted to go as just Mike Pence for Halloween, <laughs> and yeah. then a fly landed on you, and you were like, no. It was a second accident. <laughs> I hate it when people make fun. Whatever. There's video game stuff to talk about. But when people like <laughs> go like, this is the funniest thing to ever happen. And this politician looks ludicrous with stuff like that. Where it's like, you've never had a fucking fly on your face before, dumbass. Fuck mm. you. Shut up. Yeah, There's worse I mean, shit I don't than know. that. Yeah, joking about it on all the fucking hand-wringing over making jokes about it on Twitter. Kind of, it, it had real vibes of Jimmy Fallon ruffling Trump's hair like five years right. ago or whenever that was. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, this guy's a cunt. Like, it's not like, yeah, a yes, fly exactly. landed yeah. on his head. Like, yeah, get him. Yeah. Like, who gives yeah. a fucking rat's ass? Like, he, he doesn't, doesn't look stupid. He looks like a totally. man with a fly, fucking fly on his head. Like, who cares? Yeah, let's talk about how he wants to ban abortion. Like, yeah, that's exactly. the fucking crazy thing deep, about him. It's not a deep own to comment on the fact that a fucking bug was on him. Mm. Anyway, whatever. Sorry for being a woke podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no reviews, please. Hey, tweet, uh, tweet DM me. DM me for an argument about this. Don't yeah, leave yeah. a fucking iTunes review. Hey, right I guess I'm arm. wrong. Oh, that's pretty embarrassing. I guess I've got fly on my face. <laughs> just imagining that's the uh, just imagining the, the right wing fan of two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Criminal <laughs> intent. Who's also a real tech head. Who's just been in absolute heaven so far. This last twenty minutes of the app. Like, oh, they're talking about the face plates and the fan, and then this last bit comes up. He's like. Yeah, he's firing off a one-star oh. review as we talk. God, imagine if Deadpool had a fly on his head. What would he? What would he say? What would Deadpool say about that? Fuck. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> what were we talking about? I can't remember. Uh, the no. PS5 and shit. They're console launches soon. in about a month. That's oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw an unboxing video of the Xbox Series X. That was the other thing that I wanted to sort of make note of is. I was glad to see that teardown video because I was glad to see the actual fucking console, like seeing a human being touching one. Mm. They've just been photoshopped images in videos so far. And yeah, like you guys said, it's so soon. They're coming out so soon. And I feel like in years gone by, we would have seen like hands-on previews and like Polygon and Kotaku and stuff would have done these in-depth reviews of these consoles. But I guess because well, of the situation, they don't there have was them that. physically. I, there I, were a bunch yeah. of Japanese YouTubers and stuff who got to go look at them. So a bunch of photos right. that came out from that. But that was also quite recent. Yeah, I yeah, would yeah. imagine that in in any other year at this point, like, yeah, maybe some form of public event or press event. Mm. Like, you know, we got invited by Microsoft to go and have a hands-on with Gears uh, 5 at the start <coughs> of this year, very beginning of this year, no, whatever that was. last year. Last, last, last year. Last year. Well, it was more than a year ago, dumbass. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, sir. God, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> I don't know if you're looking at yourself on Zoom, Tommy, but a fly just landed on your head as well. You fucking idiot. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it feels like, yeah, in any other year, that's the sort of thing that, you know, potentially we yeah. would be well, getting it, you know, maybe. I mean, we got, you know, Microsoft invited us to something before, so we probably would mm. be gearing up to go and have a hands-on thing 
sometime there was soon, you know I, I don't know how much but like I think at this point of the year we would normally because there was a thing earlier in the year oh, where it was yeah. like we were going to do that yes. around now but then stuff yes. changed yes, around exactly. the release date of a certain game yes yes good point good point yeah yeah so yeah it's um it's it's I'm I'm excited to get that thing in the mail two weeks after it's out. <laughs> I know that yeah, that's the other thing, isn't it? Like yeah, mine's yeah. mine's coming through Amazon, which uh, yeah, I hate to say it, but uh, yeah, hopefully at the very least, that's one of the few places that you can. We'll see. I, whatever. They, Crazy year. No one's fault. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> Uh, is that all for news, or should we should we chat what we've been playing? I think there that's was all a, for news. Yeah, there was some other back compatibility stuff with people doing tests and things on the Series X, but it's uh, all pretty uh, detailed. Right. And if you if you're into that stuff, go have a look at Digital Foundry and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've been playing a game. Well, first of all, I finished Crash Bandicoot Four. Loved it. Only got oh. better and better as it went along. Uh, some. Absolutely brutal shit in the final world there, but um, yeah, really fun. Mm. Once again, uh, really recommend that if you enjoy a good 3D platformer. One of my favourite things I've played this year. Really good. Um, so yeah, I had yeah. a great time with that. Um, and also nice to play it. You, like I think I, I fi- having cleared it, the percentage that I've done is like 35%. So <laughs> there is a ton of shit in there for you to go back and find but it's not an overly long campaign which uh i didn't mind too much nice to have something that was um you know pretty easy to just kind of knock off in a week in a few sittings Mm. uh i also started playing this week a game that is on steam and the switch called i am dead which is a um british uh developed by a group called hollow pond and also a guy called richard hogg Fantastic name. Who? Oh, hell <laughs> yeah, <yes>. Dick <laughs> Hog. Hell yeah. Oh, Dick. My hog. name is Penis Meat. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make fun of him, yes. I think that's actually a cool name. It yeah, is. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately for him, he uh, I googled him to find out what other things he'd done, and he shares his name with a Melbourne accountant who went to court for ripping off uh, a whole bunch of people. So that <laughs> that is that Damn. Richard Hogg is the first guy that comes up when you search for the name Richard Hogg. But um. This game is a um, basically a puzzle game where you play a ghost who lives on this island and you are trying to find um, a fellow ghost who wants to become the custodian of the island. And the way that you do that is by going to these environments and summoning the ghost by finding mementos of theirs that they left behind. So... Each of the five levels is basically a, a very colourful, vibrant diorama of the first one's a lighthouse, the second one is like an outdoor sculpture park and you kind of move around, you find people who have these memories about the person when they were alive that tells you what the memento is and you then have to go through the environments and try and find the memento by, you can you can pick up little, little sections of the level and sort of rotate it and then using the triggers oh. you can kind of slice through and sort of do like a cross-section kind of look at what's mm-hmm. in there. So, mm-hmm. so for example, one of them, the basically the clue in the memory is something like this person broke off the nose on this stone statue and they threw it away and that happened ages ago. So it's like, okay, well, it's just been lying there on the ground and then there's this huge overgrown bush and if you cut through layer and layer Hell and layer yeah. and layer of that bush, the um, <laughs> I love I love chucking my nose into an overgrown bush. 
The seventies are back, baby. <laughs> all right, eight out of ten. The review's not getting any better than that. That's, that's all I need to say. <laughs> um. But yeah, so you know, you kind of follow sort of like bits of logic like that through the right. you know through the little hints that you get and through the little memories that you find of people. It's it's sort of almost more of it's it's got a very vibrant, colourful style to it. It's very it's like a it's sort of like an it's almost like an illustrated kind of kids book. That yeah, you, it's, it's more like a nice artwork that you're interacting with more than it is a game. But it's got. Very charming dialogue, very charming music, and just a cool little exploration, kind of digging through this environment and getting things and rotating them and often um, surprising yourself by, oh, I can pick that up and I can slice through it. And, oh, there's this there's this boot hidden in here. Oh, now I can slice through that. And there's a, you know, you can, you in a lot of cases, you end up sort of six levels deep of all these little kind of babushka dolly kind of things that are hidden right. one within the the other to find this little memento and then there's I think five of them hidden in each level and then once you found all of them you summon the ghost and then you're on to the next location and so yeah it's it's a uh, it's cool moving on to the next place and and seeing you know what it's going to be and what the theme is and what the ghost is and what their job was and all that sort of stuff um, so yeah, it's 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 very relaxing. It's it's very it's very chill. It's very meditative. It's uh, mm. yeah, I'd, I'd 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 recommend it. But it's very it, it like have a look at the trailer. If the art style isn't for you, then I don't think you're going to enjoy it. But um, yeah, if if you're if if you're charmed by what it looks like, I think you'll have a good time with it because you yeah you basically just are interacting with this nice artwork for you know however long it takes you to finish it. It's um cool. yeah, it's a cool game. It's a unique little puzzly kind of kind of game. Uh, yeah. Should we talk about a game we've both played, Knox? Uh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Hold on, can I guess which game it is? Okay, I'll give you. I give you an audio clue. <clears throat> Talking about Asthma Simulator. Yeah, <laughs> Asthma Simulator. Well, we both have hay fever. We're hay fever boys. Yeah. And it's, re- it's, it's, hey, guys, it's hay fever season. You know, like instead this, of Virgo season. <laughs> Bitch, this, it's hay fever season. Yeah. <laughs> Pollen is in my ass. And so I'm shitting weird. <laughs> Imagine if you only got hay fever in your butt. But I, it, the hay fever's been fine this year because I haven't been going outside. Mm. Uh, but being inside, I've had time to play some more VR stuff, mm-hmm. which normally I'm too fucking lazy to move my house around in the way that I need to <laughs> to create enough space. Mm. Um, and we've both played Vader Immortal Episode 1, just the first of a three, yes. the three small VR story first-person experiences. Yeah, 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 yeah. They definitely... Uh they, I think they labeled themselves as a VR experience rather than a game. Um, which is which smart to do. I think so, yeah. Uh, that my expectations were justifiably lowered. It, I will say, though, that... Oh, and I played this on a, a Quest 2. We got an Oculus Quest 2 delivered last night. Um, and it, uh, not much to say about that except that it's the best VR thing that I've used so far. It's... Mm. Pretty much a crystal clear screen. The controllers are really, really good and intuitive and everything's where it makes sense to be. A lot more precise as well. I I played some Beat Saber on it and uh, I had to adjust to it being almost like actually one-to-one, whereas the PlayStation ones are a bit more like 
loose, you know, they're a bit mm-hmm. more corrective almost. Yeah. Um, but I mean, fuck, it's, it's not awesome. surprising, right? Because those move controllers are like 10 year old technology now. Yes. yes. They yes. would have competed with and the they're using the. They're using the camera, aren't they? Or maybe these yeah. ones are doing the same yeah. thing, but yeah, they, yeah. I think well, the no, way the Quest does it is it has cameras in the headset and it also has like all sorts of fucking right. gyroscopes or whatever the fuck Da Vinci used yes. to draw. So like yep. it's it's crazy technology is I believe the, the, the term. Yeah, and kind of like not crazy expensive. It was like 400 and something dollars um, for like day one launch edition. Like I pre-ordered it and got it uh, yeah, delivered like on the day or the second day of its release. So um, I'm interested to hear with the Quest before we talk about Vader, I guess. Like mm-hmm. it, is, it is a completely standalone unit that has, uh, is it heavy? Is it light? How does it feel to wear? It, uh, you don't notice that you're wearing it. Uh, That's pe- like I crazy. I read a bunch of reviews of it before I pre-ordered it and there was some really negative, well, there was like one super negative one. It was that Ars Technica site, which I don't know if they're a little harsher on tech stuff or whatever, but um, they were particularly negative about the fact that it's made by Facebook. Yeah. Um, and a little, uh, I think they were really directly comparing it to the previous model and, and saying like, well, it's a cheaper one. And because of that, there are some, you know, downgrades in like the head strap and shit. But like for me, who has had the, the original PlayStation VR unit uh, up until this, it's like, it's like the first time you get, you buy an iPhone. Like it's very like simply packaged, beautiful, simple setup. You just bloody hit power on the side and it's like taking you through this really intuitive and simple setup. Um, but yeah, like the controllers are super, super light. You, I've definitely used the little strappy things. Mm. Um, they're a little less because the PlayStation ones, you know, they're like, I don't know, they make more sense to hold on to. They're a bit bigger, I guess, they and are heftier. Lot, yeah. um, but the Quest ones, you sort of have to actually strap on. You don't want to like fling them off. But then, yeah, the fucking headset, it's just like wearing a baseball cap. Like it's, and then the the, the visuals are. Yeah, like pristine. Uh, for for a VR thing, I'm so impressed by how clear they are. But you have, um, a, do you have an Oculus Nox? I've got a Rift S, which right. I believe is pretty much the same sort of um, specs as this, but it mm. you re- it requires a PC and it's a bit older. Um, right. I think the screen. I'm gonna look this up so that I'm not fucking spouting a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Um, a quest is a long journey or mission that. <laughs> is embarked upon by heroes of traditionally a fictional story. Mm. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I hope that clears everything up. (laughs) Yep. Eight out of ten. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But yeah, the the PSVR is especially, I mean, it's running on a PS4. So like it is a very, as VR goes, low resolution um, thing because frame rate is the more important thing to maintain in VR. Yes. I yeah. believe that these have 1440p screens. That's right. the thing I'm looking for. But yes, the Rift S is fucking cool. And like playing Half-Life Alex on it initially and, and everything since is just like, it is a bizarre um, futuristic feeling that doesn't really wear off that much as time right. goes on. Mm. It all it remains yeah. cool to, to be looking at VR shit. Other than the fact that a bunch of VR games are kind of fucking boring. <laughs> and so what did you think of Vader Immortal? Uh I liked it a lot. Um okay. for what it was, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um 
It's only like an hour, right? Like I played it before I started work this morning uh, from start to finish. So it, it can't be uh, that long, no, but it's yeah. done well. Like, I, and I guess it is my first experience. I actually played Robinson the Journey, which I did not enjoy, I have to say. Um, mm. But it's it's probably my first VR game well, good slash news. experience. <laughs> yeah. It won't yeah, ever darken your bother. door again. <laughs> Afro Samurai 2 review coming next week. <laughs> I was going to say maybe we should review all those games for like a dumb we bonus should. app. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bandcamp <laughs> on, the, uh, on, the, on the PS4 backwards compatibility graveyard. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd never have to play them because we've reviewed them for you. That's actually not <laughs> Patreon.com <laughs> yeah. slash yes. Filthy Casuals Pod. And we will use that money to buy yep. TT Manx Superbike, whatever the fuck, fuck it was called. Genuinely, yep. let's do it. It's like a time capsule for in four <laughs> years' time if you're sitting around <laughs> and you're like, God, I really I really need something to scratch that Hitman Go itch, but I sold my PS4 <laughs> and I can't yep. get it. You can just chuck on that app and be like, ah, oh, yep, I remember now. Yeah. This is an annoying thing to have committed to tape. <laughs> uh, but, but it's sure, a funny that, idea. Yeah, it is. Funny. What you mean the show Fuck. as a whole? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so yeah, Vader, Vader, which will continue to be compatible with a bunch of shit, is mm. very the the Star Warsy aspects of it are well done, for sure. Yes. Uh, and as someone who really got Star Wars fatigue, um, they were done well enough to, to to bring me in. Like the you have a little robot sidekick, and she's actually well written. Like surprisingly yeah. not annoying, which has been an issue with the recent movies and even some of the series. Like the it's it's a little cliched and 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 hacky, and it's like oh this one's good. Great voice acting, I thought for that character yeah, as well. I agree because she is um, kind of just yeah. still the like the quippy droid type yeah. thing, but it works. Yeah, and, and then so yeah, for me it was like the first game that I enjoyed with sort of like that sort of teleporting movement, um, picking like uh, having the the controllers for you know like you can do grip and and point and different you know there's joysticks and stuff. So you're climbing ladders and you're pulling yeah. levers and then you're holding a lightsaber at some point. <clears throat> and all of that stuff is done super super well. But again, this is the first game where I've played. I've I've wanted to play a game like this, and it's actually been included at all. So it's like it's my first yeah um, experience with like those controls, but it's cool. It's, it adds to the immersion. Um, I have a big enough space in my room to just sort of like I was standing on the spot, just walking around, turning around, you know, like, mm. and that's super seamless. That it adds to the immersion as well. Um, yeah, all of that stuff, all of that VR stuff was done very well in this game, which. Makes sense because it's a, a more recent, you know, uh, iteration of it. Um, but yeah, that all that all was cool. The music's cool. The voice acting was sweet. Um, I guess having just played Beat Saber, it made the lightsaber stuff a little shitter in comparison because that game is just lightsabers. That's the thing. Um, As like, yeah. it's almost it's more like a three D Star Wars comic book type yeah. of thing. Where if you're interested yeah. in like Darth Vader standing in front of you and being fucking huge is like. Cool, yes. but if you don't give a huge shit about Darth Vader, there's a few seconds of like, oh yeah, cool, this is like a big guy in a suit. Then you're <laughs> like, well, I, I'm, everything I'm doing is boring. It's a, it 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 is a decent sort of VR graphic novel thing and experiencing, like they say. But yeah, I yeah. don't think I have enough attachment to Star Wars for that to drive me through. When like the the bits where you are moving around and climbing and doing the lightsaber stuff are more annoying than anything. I almost mm. wish it was just like a hour long movie. That you were floating through, 
Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Like picking things up and having dialogue said about them that was interesting and well written. Because all of that stuff, especially, especially when it it is just real staple VR stuff. And if you'd have come to this after something like Half Life, which is right. the way around I did it, I'd think that the um, the the effect of it, uh, it, how much it carries on being a VR thing, wears off with that specific example quite quickly. So I did just yeah. say before that VR never stops being cool, but I guess it does. I guess I'm wrong. I, <laughs> I guess, guess I go back on that as immediately. Cool as, as the most recent VR thing, then it's less cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, as things progress, it's the same as, you know, 3D graphics and shit like that. When someone mm. figures out like, oh, that's how you move and that's how you pick something up. Right. And it's tough to go back to those older things purely in terms of the gameplay, but the visuals and all of that stuff with Vader, if you like Star Wars, it's exactly what, you would expect it to be totally i think i saw a huge sort of possibility for vr in it as well because like i noticed myself when i was like standing in a room with a cut essentially a cutscene unfolding around me i was like reacting to it like a per- yeah. you know like i was oh, yeah. like leaning back or i was like um uh, like you have to like do a couple of things. They have to like pick this thing <laughs> Look up. Look away, and, like ignoring people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're like pulling out your phone. <laughs> One of the the first things that happens is like Vader makes you like open this thing up. It's like a little artifact, and it like it only works for a certain person. Mm. And so you do it, and then and it you know whatever it works, and you like give it back to him, and like you know I like shrugged at him or something, you know, or like yeah, you know he, he walks can, away, and you like roll your eyes at your companion. Like it's weird, but that is like it feels like you're in a movie. I totally. It feels like one of those dumb like. Um, at theme parks, they used to have that thing where like, it's like, thank God you're here. Or right. Whatever, yeah. Where mm-hmm. you're like sort of being a bit disruptive and you're like, I remember flipping off Vader and shit. Yes. Because you can <laughs> yes. squeeze all the things to make your fingers do different stuff. That was yeah, pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, this yeah. would be like a cool way of like bringing more licensed stuff into video games. And, you know, because a lot of the, I think the struggle of VR really taking off has been that you know, actual gameplay-wise, you know, there's been a bit of, you know, how do we really get this to work? Like, you yeah. know, Astrobot is such a great example of it, but there's been a lot of misfires where it feels a bit awkward being in it. And similarly, you know, often with a lot of licensed stuff, you know, it doesn't maybe perhaps lend itself to an actual game where you have gameplay. Then that seems like kind of such a great way to merge those two um, ideas if they got more and mm. more into just like you know like how Telltale at, at a certain point just had yes. so many licensed things that they were churning out if there was a company that was good at making VR experiences that could get you know um, TV shows and movies and, and get the talent on board to like write these little experiences where you're in the midst of it and they're not having to worry about gameplay and in in both a VR sense and a licensed game sense, I mean that'd be fucking great. I'd love to. I'd love to see yeah. more pop culture things that I'm personally interested in show up as these little. Like, there, there haven't been oh, any that totally. have appealed to me personally, but like, yeah, that that'd be that'd be great. It'd be great to see more proliferation of that. Uh, I I, w- sure. I want to see two guys a girl in a VR place. That's what <laughs> I would want to play. I want to yeah. be. I want to be the yeah. Reynolds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like I can really reach out and touch that contract for a third season that never got signed <laughs> by the head of the Yes. The, yes. the problem I have with that is that this is the conversation that people have been having about VR for three years or whatever it's been. Mm. Like it, it conceptually is cool, but 
then you actually see the Star Wars thing. It's like, yeah, okay, that's kind of cool. And it's like a little pricey for how long it is is the other yeah. thing. Yeah. They're like an hour long each and they're each kind of 15 or $20 or something, which, I mean, it's not absurd if you're talking about renting a movie, but it just is just tipping the point of where you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I because I haven't played anything more advanced than it, I was really impressed by it. Sure. I was also impressed by the tutorial for Quest 2, so my, you know, <laughs> bar is low. But yeah. I did enjoy it. I was not, I had, oh, and I should say, like, the sort of interface and the setup and the, like, yeah, you have to, like, sign in with Facebook, but I didn't even notice. Like, this was the bulk of a review I read was the issues with Facebook being well, the and owner can- and the account authentication, but it's like... You, you can have set to up do it when you play Facebook. Bejeweled. Yeah, you can f- set up a fake yes. Facebook account really easily. Yes, you can. Like it's, um, I yeah. agree that it's f- fucking dumb, but uh, you know, it's your problem is with the world at large rather than right. Oculus. This one product, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, I thought like the the store, the app store. Like once you've set all that shit up, it was like you know, it was like having an iPhone and like just deciding to download a game and give it a shot. It was really simple. Physically dragging your menus around and like yes. having this little house that you live in there where you can shoot little ping pong balls and whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it, it cleverly sets up, because with the PSVR, you're pretty much sitting in the one spot the whole time. There's very little actual yes. movement with that. But this yep. gets you to like draw an outline of the movable space that you've got mm. and it'll show up this kind of grid as your hand begins to move towards it so you don't punch through any windows. Yep. It's all very thought out. You can you can turn on cameras that are on the outside of the thing to view like a black and white version of what you're actually your looking at. Your actual surroundings, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I always get scared I'm going to see a big monster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adam, you just reminded in. me, speaking of v- PSVR and licensed experiences about something, I can't remember if this was on... I can't remember if we actually recorded this, but I remember when we came mm. around to your house to record one of our YouTube Let's Play series, uh, you were quite dismayed that we busted you with the Rick and Morty VR experience <laughs> on your, you on your home screen of your this PS4. Is, this is yet and another one of the di- backwards compatibility <laughs> games that I was hanging out to know that I could still play in the future. Did you ever After play it? Because the- I do like that show and I'd be, uh, I've, 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 cont- I've got to be honest, I've contemplated going in. How about you fucking grow up, coward? I bought it and I haven't played it. But yeah, okay. one day I will. Okay. Yeah. There's no amount of Patreon donations that can get me to play it. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not something that we're all going in on. But, get but yeah, the, as, um, as get a the new cord as a, that right. connects it to the computer mm-hmm. and makes it into a PC VR headset and play Half-Life Alex so yes. that when the Game of the Year stuff at the end of this year comes around, we can have a conversation okay. about that game. Okay. It might be too right. scary for you. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a shot. I tell you what, that is a thing. Horror games in VR are fucked up. Yeah, it's God. Awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could. Like Resident Evil 7 uh, is something that I could not <laughs> probably handle, but I might try it. Like I am enjoying it. But I will say, yeah, if you came from v- PSVR or have no, never, ever, like maybe Google Cardboard or something, but if you're a newbie, this is pretty affordable it doesn't need a computer attached to it. It's it's basically like buying a new phone and a cheap one at that. Um, mm. The interface is great. Buying games is really simple. Like it, it downloaded incredibly fast. I guess these must not be huge, you know, file sizes. I don't think um, the Vader ones are. Yeah, but even Beat Saber, like I bought immediately, and it was it's like four hundred megabytes. Um, oh that's, wow! That's, Hang on, can we just yeah. go back? I I got to admit, I don't know much about this product beyond what you've already said. 
It mm. doesn't. So wait, it doesn't need a computer. Yeah, it's freestanding. It's a. It's just a headset, two controllers. It plugs with a USB cord. You plug into the wall. Oh my god, that's it. It's. I had it's, no fucking and, idea. I'm and going it, in. It looks incredibly, yeah, incredible quality. Okay. Like PC screen quality stuff. It, it, so yeah, sorry. It's. It is a, a mobile wireless standalone VR. Uh, system hmm. that plays, yeah, you know, it, uh, approaching sort of PC slash console quality games. Um, but yeah, if you're someone who likes Star Wars, then it, Vader Immortal is a no-brainer. Like it is a fun experience. It's very seamlessly done, very well made. The gameplay is not, you know, incredible, but it's more like a Telltale game, like yeah. like you guys referenced. You know, it's it's something like that in VR. It's Let's a little dive- pricey for how short it is, though. Yeah, but let's yeah. dive back into some more VR stuff over the next few weeks. That yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, I yeah. don't know if I ever mentioned it on the show, but I've been playing a bit of uh, Beat Saber after you mm. recommended it, and uh, fuck, it's so good. My my girlfriend yeah. loves it. Now the t- the only two go- games my girlfriend has ever played and loves both of are Animal Crossing and Beat yeah. Saber. Um, yeah. I'm having a couple of issues with the. Like we mentioned before, the fucking the camera just in my living room, getting it, getting the angle of that right to then mm. register the move controllers and not have them f- frequently be like slightly slipping out of the frame. Because then it if you're holding them and you're trying to slice in it and all of a sudden if you go out of that range, you know what I mean? You would have had this happen. Maybe they just start sliding off this and it's so yeah. jarring. Like it's it's mm. such an awful feeling mentally just like – this thing that is one for one for your hand just kind of sliding out of screen. That is awful. worth maybe mentioning in anything of like recommending a VR product too. Some people just will never be able to use it due to motion sickness and stuff like that. Right. Yes. True. Like I never feel motion sick and I move fast. And <laughs> I <laughs> will like, if I play certain games or a minute for too long, we'll start to get like clammy and like sweaty and, and, feel weird right right right, mm. right. I, I guess yeah i'm not someone who has any issues with it like i will play beat saber for half an hour at a time maybe even l- longer and i get you're a little sweaty but because i'm moving around but you're standing that's with still the in that one at least yeah that, true the, the ones where you're doing the room scale stuff yeah yeah, like yeah, the yeah. oculus things do it can be really disorienting at times especially when something fucks up and you end up dropping a weird amount or like through a wall or like it will yeah, sometimes sure. trigger something in your brain where your brain is like we're about to die and then mm. that is hard to to adjust to sometimes but yes i guess i'll i'll have to see person. how i go with a more expansive uh, experience i do remember going to uh that um art exhibition at at heidi oh, yeah. in in melbourne and feeling like genuine vertigo vertigo but you're supposed to right. you're like on a rise i think platform. that was I, yeah, I think that was the point of the the piece that she had made. Yeah, she wanted to really make you feel pretty fucked up and uncomfortable while you were in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, uh, if you're someone like Tommy who uh, can probably potentially afford to go in on something like this, this is the one to go in on. I think don't yeah. don't bother about the PC stuff. Don't, you don't have to overhaul your your home setup. Just it's like yeah, like I said, buying a an affordable phone mm. or like a console, basically. Yeah, basically it's a, a console. It's a VR console. I'm tempted. Yeah, yeah. Um, something else that I've been playing uh, during mm. the week is uh, it's a game from a little while ago. It is a adaptation of the Netflix series The Witcher. Um, now this. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> 
<laughs> you like that? I could fucking, I you could like hear that? you loading yeah. those fucking shells yeah. into that barrel. Uh, thought of it in the shower the other day and thought, yeah, that'll be a good one. That'll be good. Yeah, that, that be a good, a good way one. of getting into this. Not too bad at all. Not Look, se- too bad. Send, send in a, a message or a, a comment on the Facebook page yep. or hell, mail mail in to my PO box. And, yep. um, <laughs> let it, what yes. did you think of the joke? Did you get? Did you like the 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 joke? The <laughs> yeah, let joke? us know. Let's start a thread. Yeah. Someone start a thread. Yes. Start a poll, let, and let's get yeah. the definitive account of what the fans thought. What mm. the fans thought of that little uh, that little intro? Because uh, I mean, me yes. personally, and look, I will. I'll put my cards on the table. Mm. I'm a very biased party to the point where I sure. almost should be excluded from commenting on it. That being said, <laughs> almost. I thought it was fucking. <laughs> uh, that being said, I thought it was fucking masterful. <laughs> yeah. See, I knew you'd played The Witcher 3 and you still pretty much caught That's me off guard. Of That's the yeah. beauty of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If Adam's you... shut down. <laughs> no. <laughs> he cannot I, fathom it. <laughs> you're bloody playing The Witcher 3 wild cunt, I reckon, mate, because that's what you are. <laughs> Woo! I'm, I'm really upset now. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, my think, mood dropped. I, like if I there think, had been fucking yeah. electrodes attached to my brain, an alarm would have gone off yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Like, quick, get a nurse in. You can His tap out if you want. <laughs> We're near the end of the episode. <laughs> Um, what episode are you up to, you fuckhead? Oh, um, the fucking the dead fetus thing. Is that in oh, the show? Oh, the bloody Baron. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yep, think that's yep. in the show, no, but bit, yeah, that's like... I'm a bit further than that. But, uh, right. Okay, yeah, so you're getting a, his family. Are you mm. going pretty straight through the uh, the main story there? I've done two, yeah, I've done two pretty big sets. So I've probably played uh, probably around six, five, six hours at this point, okay. I did two. Yeah, we're recording this on Wednesday, and I did two big sessions on Monday and Tuesday night. And mm. uh, yeah, so it. Uh, yeah, I mean, what else can you say about it? It looks, it looks better than I was expecting. It's way more colourful and vibrant than I thought. Because in my head, I I tend to associate medieval fantasy kind of stuff with just like grab, uh, grab, drab, grey kind of tones. But the mm. just the the lighting effects and the the sun, like bright yellow sun coming through these like dark grey clouds, and then the way it bounces off the light, the, the light oh, yeah. like bouncing off of like wet ground, and that like harsh like the really very light blinding. swaying of the trees as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing yeah. that always got me in the sounds. Do you know I'm I'm like uh, a friend of mine hates video games mm-hmm. and like why are you friends about- with them? Cut them out of your life. <laughs> they are toxic. Um, <laughs> but was saying that, like, uh, not hates, funny hates video games. Like, doesn't. Sure. Um, right. But specifically said, but the grass in Witcher 3 is great. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It, even uh, for people who hate video games, The Witcher mm-hmm. 3 is one of the greatest games of all time. <laughs> It's um yeah there's there's perhaps like a little bit too much going on in terms of like the interfaces and the you know the sheer amount sure. of like button mapping and laying out the consumables and all that kind of stuff and and also the menus that you go into look a bit I don't know they like you know everything else looks sure. so good and then you go into these very kind of dull menus I mean that's such a small complaint but yeah act, the acting the writing um yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. Do, I I would love to just kind of get this 
I'm trying to just kind of power through. I just would kind of like to see all this, which Don't. I know is not the ideal yeah. way to play it, but I'm trying to do it in a very just like get through from A to B. Otherwise, no. No, no, I'm no, not no. going to, I'm never going to end up finishing it. But you, it doesn't matter if you finish the main story. The main story is the weaker yeah. part of it. Yeah, okay. Go off yeah. to sure. the sides. And also, the main story is fucking long as anyway. Yeah. Like, it's probably going to be too long to finish before another big game comes along. Totally. Uh, well, yeah. The experience yeah. is in taking your time with each little part of the country and, like, just just soak it in. Don't feel forced to do it because it, it will prob- you'll keep coming back to it over time yeah. as well. And but in I between, mean, you'll forget what the fuck Yarrow is and all that shit. You won't be able to like, <laughs> yeah. But, I, but I kind of end up doing that with every uh, open world game anyway. Like the first mm. maybe five, six hours that I play, I'm pretty like just going straight through, just like barreling through the story. Right. And then it right. sort of takes a, qu- a mainline quest coming up that doesn't really interest me all that much or I'm a bit mm-hmm. sick mm-hmm. of going from A to B and is... So it's usually around the seven, eight hour mark where I start going like, ah, uh, you know what? I'm going to take a breather and start fucking around a little bit more. So, mm. I mean, maybe that's coming pretty soon. I Like yeah, I will yeah. say that as much as I'm enjoying it, you know, it is a pretty interesting thing that it, the one thing I've been thinking about a bit of like, I don't know, is the the magic of the open world game, it, it is very much just... Go here, get this. Now this person's telling you to go. You know that thing that we talked about with Ghost of Tsushima. You're following yeah. markers around a map, and is the magic of that kind of kind of gone in the open? I mean, you know what I mean? Could an open world mm-hmm. game come out that truly like reinvigorates that idea for you? I, I don't know. I think if you sink into it a little harder, um, that aspect of this disappears a bit more when you're not going from A to B through the main story. like Right. Yeah. Uh, definitely. This, this is one of the great examples. And like, it's something that like that issue that you raised, Tommy is an issue that you've had with a lot of these games, Nox, but the mm. Witcher three has always been one of the three or four exceptions because it is such a rich world that you can just walk in a direction and a bunch of stuff will happen to you and you'll, you'll stop worrying about the quest markers. And mm. you start to develop a, um, trust of the quality of the content that's in there that's the thing that this does better than a lot of open world games is like yes even if you're going to you know someone will give you a quest and you get it from a notice board and blah 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 and you are going through the thing of like find a person go to the thing they want you to see da 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 yeah everything is so well written in this game especially outside of the main story the side stuff is often the best stuff Mm. and it it all looks so good and it's all so um, imaginative and and fits into this tone and place so well that that's where this excels over in Assassin's Creed, where yes, there's 20 different markers in both that you're going to by following north on the map. But when you get to the ones in Assassin's Creed, it's like, oh, there's a dumb sack and I'll hold X and now I've got <laughs> some gold yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, so yeah. like the main... Uh, it's about the, main... the journey is what I'm saying. <laughs> Let yourself the be ma- taken off the beaten path. Stop and smell the elder f- whatever flowers they're Whatever called. they're called. Yeah. The main name. reason I wanted to... Um, play it first of all it's on game pass so uh mm. it's good to get some usage out of that and also yeah i kind of wanted to spend some time with it um before cyberpunk coming out because i'm you know excited about that game because it looks cool but i don't have the same or didn't have the same kind of um you know hype for it that some others do because i hadn't played one of the studio's other games before and it definitely sure. has achieved that goal of yeah really making me more excited for yeah, these guys know how to put a world together. They know how to write interesting side shit and even just 
technically and mechanically. This is, you mm, know, yeah. almost almost two generations previous at this point, even though it's yeah. PS3, but, you know, end uh, of lifespan almost. I don't know. No, it's like 2015, but five yeah. years is a long time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that'll just about do us for this week, unless you guys have anything, uh, any other, any other things to add? Um, that's about it from me. Oh, I started playing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Uh, I really like the Need for Speed games, despite like a lot of them being poorly received, if not just bad games. There's something (laughs) about that gameplay loop of driving around and smashing cops off the road. Uh, and fucking nitro boosting out of there that is always going to be fun to me. And that like they're polished games, like they're professionally made high budget games. And mm. there's something about that which yeah, for, and it's you know it's free on PS Plus. So I've been enjoying that. Okay. I started Spirit Fairer. A lot of people have been recommending it to me. Specifically, um, I got to a point where you had to hug a sexy sexy reindeer, and I quit the game. Uh, I don't know necessarily if the aesthetic is for me. But the mechanics of it sound very much for me, so I, maybe I'll persevere with it. Um, I don't know. I, I like yeah. the fuck, but just not an animal. The mechanics <laughs> of the hey, fucking sound hey. good, but the aesthetics. If that's of a this crime. <laughs> lock me up. I thought it was like I like to fuck an animal, but sp- not specifically a reindeer. That's not yeah, the one. Yeah, Christmas. I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's, right. that's me for this week. I think. Well, yeah. I haven't really uh, played anything because my brain hasn't been working properly. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched that PS5 tear down. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, let's wrap it up for another week. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Filthycasuals.com.au for the links to the social medias and all that sort of stuff that we have. The Patreon where you can get a bonus episode every week. The premium episodes that are on the Bandcamp. The Let's Plays that we have on YouTube mm. as well as our sketches and all that kind of stuff. Check all of that out. We will see you next week. Um, Thank you very much for listening. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Actually, Tommy, I did play a game. I played the uh, adaptation of the movie Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) 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 It's called Super Mario Brothers. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mail it on that one, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.